This is, this is magnificent. Oh yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming. to High Tea with Monsters, Rebel Scum, and Vigilantes. I'm Brett Ashley, your host, and I have a very special guest with me this evening. Why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Sophie, and I'm in second grade. Sophie is my daughter. She is seven years old, and she's joining for this very insightful episode for parents on the topic of when is the right time to let your children get into the monster movie, sci-fi adventure movie, and sort of light, scary movie genres. I thought, what better guest to have than an actual kid who is into these movies? So, Sophie, why don't we start with why you enjoy watching movies that are a little bit scary? It's because I just really enjoy them and well to me a movie isn't really a movie without something that's scary to it there's no point of the fun in the movie when there's nothing scary happening like once upon a time there was a happy kid who lived in a happy place the end it's Instead of that, it would be a nicer story. Say, once upon a time, there was a happy kid who got swallowed by a crocodile, and then her mom saved her the end. Or maybe sometimes they don't have to end good. Just, I like stories when they have something scary in them, because that just makes them a story. Can you think back to when you were a much younger kid? maybe your brother's age or even younger. What sorts of movies were the first movies that you watched that made you feel scared or maybe the first bad guys or villains in a movie that made you feel scared? Well, I don't really remember that long ago. I remember when you were three or four and we went to see Moana and you were a little bit scared of Tekka or something. That's right, Tekka. Before we realized Tekka's true identity, were you a little scared of the fire monster coming after Moana on the boat? I think so. I think I was mostly scared when like he struck Maui or maybe it scared me when Maui started yelling at Moana and got mad at her and I think that was scary for most of the kids in the theater. What about like some of your favorite Disney movies? Like you used to watch The Little Mermaid and you used to watch Tangled a lot. And Tangled, the villain is Mother Gothel. And obviously in The Little Mermaid, the 
the real villain is Ursula, but there's some pretty scary scenes with Ariel's dad, like when he destroys her cave full of wonders and, and trinkets and things. Actually, probably last week or not too long ago, I watched that movie. Like a few, like before I went to bed, I watched that entire movie. The Little Mermaid? Yeah, I think it might be a surprising how I watched the entire movie for bed. You mean it was a surprise that you watched it and I didn't know it? Technically. So you stayed up late watching a movie and I didn't know about it? I didn't really stay up late. I didn't stay up late. I just watched it. Oh, okay. So what I saw in that movie, I didn't really, I wasn't really scared of anything except for when Ursula turns really ginormous and huge and tries to sink Prince Eris' ship. But in Disneyland, on the ride of Ariel, I was really scared of Ursula. I don't know why. I'm not scared of it now. I was also scared of the Snow White ride. I was scared of the Evil Witch rides. Even Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, I was just so scared and screaming and crying on that one. So I think the reason that the rides are so scary is because it's a lot of things that are popping out of nowhere and many kids don't like the surprise element of having stuff pop out at you. But I think when you talked about Ursula getting big being one of the scary parts, that's really important because when we're going to talk about some of the the most famous monsters of all time, like Godzilla and King Kong, and I know you've watched those movies too, or Jurassic Park, the other thing that kids are scared of is something that's really large, really big. To your point about rides, um, and Grammy and Grampy will tell you this story, of course, but there was a Pinocchio ride in um, Disneyland when I was a little kid. I'm, I don't believe it's there anymore. I think they converted it to something a little more kid-friendly, where you go inside the mouth of a whale, and I apparently screamed so loud. I was like two, and I screamed so loud that they had to let my family off the ride early, and my parents were so embarrassed. One time when daddy took me to this Halloween store that was really creepy. I didn't have nightmares after it, but I was thinking I would. I don't really have nightmares anymore. I don't know why. I don't even have dreams anymore. When I sleep, it's just like black and I only like think about things like how my day went or like how I read this book last week or something. I just think about something until I go to sleep, and when I go to sleep, I don't have dreams. And you, since we're on a podcast, it's always a nice thing to do to say the name of other podcasts that you like. So what is the podcast you listen to every night to help you fall asleep? So the podcast I listen to every night when I fall asleep is Brains On Podcast. It's not technically Brains On that I like. I like Smash Boom Best the best. It's like a spinoff of the show Brains On. Smash Boom Best is like a series of debates, like objects versus other objects, or plants versus fish, or stuff. I like unicorns versus dragons, owls versus bats, books versus movies. Some of these I have not found, 
out who won. I think I found out who won in Owls vs. Bats. I think it was Owls. I know Dragons won in Dragons vs. Unicorns. I always fall asleep before I find out who wins. Yeah, I'm still going for books versus movies. I kind of like movies better because they entertain me more because I have something to watch and I have something to see. Yeah, um, I just like movies better because they entertain me more. Good answer. I feel the same way. Okay, so I'm just going to talk about the store now. So the store, this was like before Halloween a while ago in October. And I bought some squishy, goopy eyeballs. Then we went through this little thingy it's like so you enter it's like a maze it's not really a maze but it's just when you go through different rooms it's like you're in a haunted house that you'd be screaming the entire time if you were there me i'd be screaming yes so first you go i'm I'm gonna tell you why so first you enter this very creepy spider web hall then you get into this dining room table with bloody hands and spider webs all over it and then there's this picture of a very nice lady that transforms into some sort of demon and then you enter to the room that scared me so bad and made me totally want to like run out of there i was like crying i'm like daddy take me out and he was like no there's just a few more rooms to go there was a bunch more rooms to go of me screaming and crying and i was actually at the age of six when i was there or seven like I am now and then we got into this room with the kids the kids with no eyeballs that are bloody oh I didn't know you went there I didn't know daddy took you there bloody creepy horry heads and and they were on these rocking horses that also had creepy eyes and it was blood everywhere blood all over their beds it was even creepier than you're imagining it as I'm talking to you, it's more creepy than that. That sounds horrible. I have no interest in that. That reminds There's me, though. more creepy stuff there. And then I, I thought I'd left, leave that store in joy. I left it in very, very scaredness. Way creepier than you guys are hearing me tell you about. If you guys were there, you guys would be screaming your heads off. So do you think that rides in general are scarier than movies because you were also really scared? I remember when I made you go on the Tower of Terror with me. Oh yeah, I'm just going to explain that. I wasn't scared of that because it looked scary. It was about as scary looking. Like the moment we were waiting in line, I was like, Mommy, I do not want to go on this ride. I really don't. And I promise her you that I would go on it and I was also very scared. I was like crying in line and I was just so scared. There's spider webs and stuff and I think it was based on some sort of movie, The Twilight Zone. Yes, that's a very old TV show that is now being redone by a famous actor named Jordan Peele, and he directs it. And you're probably a little bit too young for the new episodes, but the old show you could probably watch. Okay, so when I entered the ride, it was like this very creepy elevator. and It was a hotel. Yeah, and I got on and I entered the elevator 
sweater, and then I put a seatbelt on, which is something that she would want to do too. I'll tell you the weird part of it after, but like, so first we buckled our seatbelts, and then we went up, 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 up so fast. I was holding on to my seatbelt really tight, and then we went up, and then we they opened the window, and we were so high up. And we saw all of it. Like all of Disney World was below us, right? Yeah. It wasn't amazing to me. I was scared. And then after we saw that, the windows closed and we just dropped from that very, very high point. We just dropped. It felt like nobody was controlling the roller coaster. I know they was, but it just dropped us. And it did that over and over and over again. And once we finally got off, I was crying so hard. I was just crying and crying and crying. Mommy apologized for taking me on there. I probably, it would be hard for her to forgive her about that. And yeah, I really didn't like it. So you don't, you don't recommend, wait, so you don't recommend it for kids your age? Totally not. 100% no. Sophie is really tall for her age, which is why she's able to get on some of those rides. But really being tall for your age might mean to give it a second thought because just because you can go on a ride doesn't necessarily mean you should. Also, it doesn't mean that you want to. And just because you're tall doesn't mean you'd feel tall. Like, if I'm tall and it was like, oh, you're the perfect height for this ride, it would be fine for you to be going on this ride. Just because I'm the perfect height, there's two other reasons that I'm not. I may just be tall, but like, I might be small on the inside and not feel like I'm old enough to go on that ride. And two, I might totally not want to go on the ride. This this also happened with daddy. I'm like, I'm a little scared of that ride and I don't want to go on it. Which one are you talking about with daddy? A few ones. And also, you remember that star one that we went on right after the Tower of Terror? I was scared of that one and, m- and many other rides I was scared of after that because I went on that and I would think other roller coasters would be that scary. So that was called Space Mountain. I actually went on it like four or five times. No, I went on it. I went on Space Mountain like two or three times. So then it's more the ride that scares you than a movie. What would you say if I told you that they took Tower of Terror and they changed it so that it's all about Guardians of the Galaxy and they slowed down the elevator a whole lot? Would you give it another chance? Maybe. If it slows down as much as you're telling me it slows down. Because I really don't want it to be that fast. I'm not scared of the rides because of the surrounding decoration. I'm scared of them because how fast they are. Got it. So you like debates because your favorite podcast is Smash Boom Best. So I thought maybe we could have a couple of debates about monsters from scary movies. Or bad guys from scary movies. You pick one and then I'll pick the other one. So let's start with two Disney ones and then we'll get into the scarier and the scarier. Okay, so do you think we should do Disney princesses or something? The the villains and bad guys from Disney princess movies. Let me think about all the different bad guys. That's a lot. I'm going to think. All right, so I've given it a lot of thought. I picked the villain who scares me in all of the different versions of this movie. This one is an animated movie, and there have been lots of remakes. 
I am most scared of Cinderella's stepmother. I think because she traps her. She doesn't treat her like a child. She treats her like a servant. And there's no guarantee that Cinderella will ever be free from her. And even though Cinderella has a chance to escape, it seems like the stepmother is always trapping her, whether it's the original animated cartoon version of the movie or the Drew Barrymore, Angelica Houston version ever after, or the most recent one where Kate Blanchett played the stepmother and Lily James was Cinderella. She's so wicked and she's so cruel to a child for very selfish reasons. She takes everything that ever belonged to Cinderella's dad and mom. And Cinderella just really grows up completely unloved. And I think that's so sad. I choose her for my scariest Disney villain. There are two villains I chosen. The villain from Aladdin and the villain from Sleeping Beauty. So Jafar or Maleficent? Yes. I like both of them because Jafar can turn into a snake. I think that's very cool. And I I like that moment because it's one of the most scariest moments. And I don't know why, but I just really like scary parts of the movie. Do you like that moment more in the cartoon or in the newer Aladdin film, which I haven't seen yet? I have only seen a teensy little bit of that new film. I have not seen it up to that part, so I don't know. So you're you're picking Jafar based on the animated movie? Pretty much. I think I would like him turning into a snake on the real one. Since it's so realistic, I might be scared of that snake. And I also like Maleficent, because one, I really, really like dragons. And two, I've also seen the preview for the realistic movie Maleficent. I've seen the preview for that and it looks really cool and it's just cool how she can like put curses and stuff and I just also really like how she can turn into a dragon. So I choose Maleficent. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that both of those villains would beat Cinderella's evil stepmother, who has no magic powers. So maybe we should talk about Jafar versus Maleficent, who's the better villain. Okay, yeah, because the stepmother might lose because she does not have any powers. Why don't you talk us through what would happen in a fight between Jafar and Maleficent? And I think you're old enough to watch the real Maleficent movie, by the way. Oh, yay! Okay, so what I think would happen if Maleficent and Jafar got into a fight is first, Jafar would probably try to trap Maleficent in one of those glass sand things that he trapped Jazz in and then Maleficent would like break it open with her staff and then try to put a curse on Jafar that he would prick his finger on a spinning wheel in like five minutes and when he does he will fall asleep for three days and then they'll start it again in three days and then Maleficent would probably get bitten by a giant snake and then Jafar would get burnt by a dragon I don't know who would win in the fight. They both have pretty good powers. 
Yeah, it might be a draw. It's hard to say who would win. I think that Maleficent has a little bit more of an edge because the only reason that Jafar has such great powers is because of the genie. Maleficent doesn't need anyone else or any wishes or anything to do really awful things. Like, she can do whatever thing comes to her mind without needing to ask or or getting help from anybody else. Well, I thought you were on Team Jafar and I was on Team Maleficent, and we're not really debating if we're, you know. Um. So, okay, if if I'm Team Jafar and you're Team Maleficent, I, I think Maleficent would win. You have recently seen a couple of more realistic, more scary movies, like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, rather. So let's talk about Jurassic World. All right, so do you want to be Team Tyrannosaurus Rex or Team Raptors? I want to be Team Blue. Blue the Velociraptor? Yes, I think he or she is very cute, and I like her because she's helpful and she's smart, and I think Owen trained her well. I also have a shirt of her, and I also have a skirt of her. And it's a blue skirt, because her name is Blue. And it also has, like, T-Rexes on it. And it says, Girl Power on the skirt. And it says, like, a story about Blue. And it tells you about Blue's personality. And it also has a picture of Blue on it. And it's gray with a picture of Puffy Blue on it. Like, it's, like, the same size as the Puffy Rainbow on my shirt right now. Okay. The reason that I like the T-Rex is that it has been in so many Jurassic Park movies. There's like five Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. And the Tyrannosaurus Rex is in like all of them. But in the very first movie, that scene where the kids are trapped under the van and they have to hold perfectly still. And then the T-Rex's head comes in the window and that's really the first time we see that monster. I saw that in movie theaters when I was a kid. And that was one of the scariest moments I can remember as a kid in a movie theater. And I, you were talking about nightmares and stuff. I've had nightmares about that T-Rex since I was like 13 years old. And when I was in college, I used to have a nightmare that it was at my college, but it was wearing a baseball hat. And all of my friends were not scared of it. And they were like, hey, cool, like, here's the T-Rex to hang out with us and giving it high fives. But it only wanted to eat me. And whenever my friends were not around in my dream, like, it would be like hanging outside of my dorm room waiting to come get me. So I think if something has the power to give you nightmares for like 25 years, that means it's pretty scary. I did not know it gave you nightmares for 25 or 24 years. Just because it wanted to eat you with a baseball hat on? That sounds pretty pretty ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of people have made fun of me for that. I don't talk about it a lot anymore. I would be laughing in my sleep. I'm not laughing when it happens. I still have that dream. If, if it wanted to eat me, I would just be wishing and praying that it would swallow me whole. At least I could live in its stomach. At least I'd be living and not be dead. That's terrifying. Well, maybe I'll be covered in saliva, but I will not be dead. And then it will just poop you out? Yeah, and then I'll be living again. Yay. <laughs> Gross. I don't think that's how it works, though. Usually it uses its teeth. So tell me why you choose raptors. 
I choose raptors because I think they're just, they're fast and they're like not as big and they're not as scary and stuff. Well, then why is it going to win against a T-Rex? I've seen in a book a picture of a bunch of baby dinosaurs like about the size of your hand eating a t-rex and killing a t-rex yeah they definitely could i don't remember the name of the really big bad dinosaur in jurassic world that um the raptors and the t-rex help each other um maybe i'll try to remember and get back to that later but i'm just gonna say i also choose blue because she has gotten to many many battles with like giant giant dinosaurs that are about to kill everybody and then blue comes and she just comes and destroys that monster and she might it might look like she's dead in that moment but she always comes back and she's always surviving no matter what battle she's in all right well from me and from sophie Thanks for listening to High Tea with Monsters, Rebel Scum, and Vigilantes. And as we always say, pinkies up!